<laughs> Alex. Good morning. Good morning. I love that we're both rocking glasses right now. I was just about to say the same thing. I, was like, <laughs> I mean, I wear glasses, I feel like, from most of the week, actually, because I'm just too lazy. And contacts are expensive. Um, contacts but... are so expensive, but also I have a big phobia of sticking things in my eye. It's always been a thing since I was a kid. Oh, so are you a glasses everyday person? So I'm nearsighted and I, I, my, my docs say I have great vision, but I need it for going to the movies, driving, cooking, you know, uh, okay. but not, not reading, and uh -huh. not, but I, yeah, my friends don't see me as a glasses person, but I do have like a ton of different styles. I have like a ton of different styles. Like right now I'm giving Nutty Professor. I don't know. This looks I'm like giving, Silicon like... Tech, I think. <laughs> Damn, she called me a tech bro. It's the clear frames. I feel like it's... that's right. Right. But these glasses I had since college, which was like almost a decade ago. And those were like, you know, the cool, you know, <laughs> hip glasses, which. <laughs> but the other day I was playing a show and. And I had my mascots on and I realized, damn, I'm looking like an architect. Like my day job is an architect, but at night uh -huh. I need to like get away from it all. So I'm like playing, playing out and about, but with you. You're wearing too many hats. <laughs> you know, you, you and I both though, you and I both, you, oh my God, we got it. We're going to dive in because I love that, you know, you're not just all food. Yeah, it's been a realization for my like myself, honestly, like what everything Alex cooks is. It's not really everything Alex cooks mm -hmm. anymore. It's not. It's like everything Alex does or mm -hmm. everything Alex or just like <laughs> Alex. <laughs> I think I also love that you are like a mystery in a great way like you are a mystery in like the best way because I didn't know what your last name was and you are like you can research yourself like I can research you but like your last name's not out there and then when you popped up in the zoom I was like that's right I found it last name. <laughs> Um, about to expose you yeah I know <laughs> yeah no I'm I guess I I am a, I don't know enigma who knows but no, no I don't think you I'm are, I I mean it's like the perfect like the perfect type of enigma I guess you could say but at the same time I feel like that is your brand you know everything Alex cooks it's like perfect it's very friendly yeah, I mean, if you decide to go major, you just drop the cooks. It's like everything, yeah, everything Alex. Everything Alex, yeah, just just Alex. I'll pave to get at Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so going back to the glasses thing, you don't wear glasses out? No, I, well, I think on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm like, I wake up really early. I'm just like, I just can't be bothered to put on glasses. Also, like, who's going to, like, I don't really care who sees me if I'm just like, mm. on a 
day-to-day basis wearing glasses. Also, because, well, now this whole year, I've been, like, every day in the hospital. I am, like, the blonde Asian girl in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I guess now I'm, like, the pink-haired Asian girl in the hospital. And I feel like, oh, maybe, like, my glasses will just, like, make me look a little bit smarter or, like, oh, a little bit more I mean... professional, a little bit more legit. I don't know. But, um, no, like, when I'm out and about... I used to have this thing and I think I still do is like I feel glasses are almost like this actual physical barrier between like me and the person I'm like trying to converse with and talk to like like this is like I know it like separates us and I don't want something to like separate me and the next like the person I'm talking to um so do you think that we have a like more barriers and separation since I'm wearing glasses no maybe we're on the same wavelength because we're talking about glasses we're connecting over them that's right (laughs) i see that i see that that's really good maybe yeah it's like when folks talk to each other glasses of glasses they're like yeah we get each other raw (laughs) straight straight to the point Do you find, I've been honestly thinking about this a lot more recently, like Mm -hmm. when you're conversing with someone, someone new or like a friend or someone you want to be friends with, do you find like you carry, like you are always the one actively trying to like connect or like find the similarities or like make the connections with them? I do. I do. Not often, but... I try to find to see if we are not compatible, but more so can this conversation continue? Go anywhere. Right. Whether with a stranger or even still like a long-term friend, but yeah, that's a great, that's a great point that you bring up only because of the fact that sometimes Maybe it's like a New York thing that we don't want to be like wasting each other's time, you know, or I do. I I mean, I don't know if it was like it had happened previously, but these days a lot of people think that I judge. I, I don't really I don't judge. I'm just a critiquer. I like to critique a lot. I know. I know. That's like, no, I understand that. Like, cr- like judge is like moral. I'm judging you like ethically and like critiquing mm-hmm. is like based on my personal mm-hmm. interests or like, something like that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Is that, is that where you find the difference? I I find the difference, yes, that is. And and so when I talk to someone, when I first meet them, it's all benefit of the doubt. I'll give, the, I'll give you the floor. I'll give you a four and I'm, I'm very open but yes I do tend to try to find the similarities like between. actively yeah that's something I didn't realize about myself I think until like maybe in the past like year or something like I think like that's I think that's how you make friends that like you try to find some connection it's always like an active thing that I think I was like I don't know if I've, I don't know it's just like how I move in the world maybe I don't think it came until I like came to New York where I kind of like it really was more in my face of like not like I like say something and I guess the friend or I don't know this person I'm talking to 
like actually doesn't agree with me mm -hmm. and is like, very willing to say their personal opinion but not because like they disagree with me but because like this is just how they feel about it and that's like how they feel but I'm like wait I thought we were supposed to like both be moving on the same track of like we're like we're both like trying to actively connect but it's like I mean it's not confrontational it's just like that's the conversation is like we actually have different opinions it doesn't mean you can't be friends but I found that very like interesting coming to New York um that conversation doesn't always have to like unite or like mm -hmm. become a like one line but it can be like almost like two parallel lines I don't know mm -hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this no but... no you're like gasp I thought I thought we were one I yeah it's like we I thought were we were like page. moving to intersecting and right. like moving then like hitting the same line and like that's our conversation like the conversation gets good when you can like you're on the same page did something happen to you recently with with someone or is it because you've been doing quite a few pop-ups that you talk to a lot of different people maybe things have shifted no I think that's just generally like realizing things about myself being like every year in my 20s is mm. realizing more things feeling like a different person every year that's mm. so painful to keep learning about yourself I think are you going through existential crises like every year I think so. yes like especially this year has been a lot um mm -hmm. yeah I like wish I could stop learning about myself sometimes I'm like this is just so hard and okay I also have this like image or this story in my head it's not it's not a dream it's just like a thing that I imagine that one day like I'm just sitting on the train and I'm like somehow like I say out loud like oh I just wish I could stop learning about myself it's so painful and then next to me on this train is like this elderly person who's like sweetie you never stop learning that's true um, but it hasn't happened it's just a dream no it has happened but it's like in my brain I'm like cognizant like I know like you will never stop learning in life but it's just so hard. I want like, but it's like, why? Why? It's so painful. Do you <laughs> want to stop learning? No, because that's what makes life interesting, right? Like, mm -hmm. it'd be boring otherwise. I just think it's like when you're in the thick of it, it's always hard. And then you like look back right. and you're like, oh, I'm so glad that happened. But um, it's always just hard in the thick of it. But it could be exhausting. I think it is. Yeah, exactly like year I don't know year after year like where and will I just be I don't know <laughs> well I'm in my 30s so once I, I I hear what you're saying in my 20s I mean I was just going off I did so much ratchet things that you could possibly do and I did learn a lot I learned so much and I mean, I'm still learning, but it's like slower now because mm -hmm. I I get it now. I mean, this year, especially I, I learned a lot this year. This is going to sound wild, but through social media and this is like the worst, worst place to like learn stuff. But I, I love reading tweets or whatever you would call it on X. 
I like love people's like reading people's opinions that make you wonder and be like, wait, that is so true. And I actually am going with it. I'm literally right now, currently in my life right now, I'm doing what I'm do doing. Like my the next chapter or whatever you want to call it in my life is like kind of weirdly based on a tweet, which is kind of wild. Wait, what's the tweet? <laughs> Someone wrote this tweet that said, isn't it crazy that in life we constantly pay bills and, and rent and we don't get a day off like we there's no break it's just that for the rest of our lives and that like woke me up that woke me up because <laughs> into a weird like nomadic situation like I just wanted I want to take a break from doing that so my lease is up and so I'm not resigning and I'm just going to like travel for like three months and then you're gonna be a digital nomad. I'm gonna be a digital nomad, but still based in 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 New York. I have like I have like I've have this whole plan. Mm -hmm. And I'm going with the plan. It's like it's it's about to be a thing, but it really stems from that tweet, which is kind of bizarre. Something like so small and like that person who tweeted it doesn't know that they just changed the course of your next three months. <laughs> the exactly. course of your last six months or something. Exactly. It's it's kind of wild. And so I I don't know, I mean, whoever that person is, I don't even know who that person is. I don't I can't even find it. But it it just lives rent free in my but head. But I would if you are someone who wears too many hats then I would think like life doesn't feel that way. Like life doesn't just feel like a capitalist scheme of working and working and working and paying your bills and just like, I, I would imagine like your life would feel a lot more full than that. I agree. I agree. I just, what I makes think. makes it bearable? What makes it bearable? I, I feel that. I know we're like in two different worlds, but I feel that I don't want to say that I like paid my dues by any means, but because I like grinded my ass off, mm -hmm. you know, and I know you're grinding your ass off. You are grinding. I mean, I? and well, that's what, that's what I think. Well, in perspective, that's what I think, but like, I never really documented anything back then, but I was grinding and I don't ever want to do that ever again. <laughs> what is so your definition like, of grinding? It's like, it's just so different now. So it was just so toxic. I had three full-time jobs. Oh my God. Yeah. And it just like burned me to the ground. And the reason why I did that was because I needed therapy like really bad mm -hmm. and working was my therapy. Mm, you're just throwing yourself in was it so like you couldn't feel your feelings like you would yeah I just work? wanted to numb yeah mm. yeah I was a number but now I'm a feeler, feeler and a grower and I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and a feeler and I yeah and I'm not a I'm not afraid to say what I think or like how I feel so 
And that's what's called growth. Growth. I think, yeah. I hope that answers everything. What your what your grinding life was. <laughs> I don't even know where this goes. It's gonna be so hard for you to edit. I feel like there's like five. What are you talking about? No, this is this is perfect because I'm about to say the intro. I just like love that we just went so deep and it was perfect. I'm gonna say the intro. You're that was so good. I don't um, even know what intro you're gonna say for me. I don't think I have a bio. Or I probably you don't. And I, I think like, I also write different bios for different things I do because I'm like writing toward a probably different audience, like a different hat. I, so, I don't know. Everyone, everyone gets a wear many hats bio. and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Disarm. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. Rate and comment the Wear Many Hats show on Apple Podcasts and drop five stars on Spotify. WMH and Disarm is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Alex from Everything Alex Cooks is an LA native and now I'm New York City-based recipe developer, writer, pop-up host, ceramicist, and works in the medical field, saving lives and appetites. I came across Everything Alex Cooks through a flyover her doing a pop-up at my favorite club in Brooklyn, Public Records. I had to go. I did see through photos that Alex did another pop-up at another fine institution, Cherry on Top. At Public Records, I got the sesame smolina mochi cake to go, then went into Manhattan, got to go to my friend's house, and did a cute little mukbang with his kid that garnished millions of views on TikTok. You can follow us at Remini Hats on TikTok, of course. Everything Alex Cooks is everything I want to have at home and out. We're going to talk about girl dinner. What is guy dinner? We already know. It's not pretty. Please welcome Alex of Everything Alex Cooks to Wear Many Hats. What an interesting bio, Rashad. <laughs> I like know where you picked up part of it. Like I feel like I that's that's like the bio. It's like it's like I think off of the my website or the blog or I don't even know what you call that. www.everythingalexcooks.com. It's such a good but I love your website. I love your website because it's so it's giving like, look, I cook and I work in medicine. I just got to make something so you know who I am. And like, that's, and that's what I love about it. Cause you can find things and find different things on your website. And it's just like, and it's so friendly and very informative. And you, I love it. Cause there's a lot of content and you can just, you know, there's different 
parts of you that I want to learn. And it's just like, it's never ending. And it's a lot of fun. Interesting. Maybe I'll renew my Squarespace then this year. I was like, maybe <laughs> I should cancel it. Like, I don't really make use of this website. It's kind of expensive. I'm like, I feel like people have asked like, oh, would you do a sub stack? Like, I would love to read a sub stack by you. But I'm like, why would I do a sub stack if I like have a blog website already? Mm-hmm. But thank you. Um, Whoa, that's such a I great. I don't update it very often. <laughs> that's such a great point that you just said about um, someone saying that you should do a sub stack. Whereas, because, all right, so Substack's obviously the new blogs, but if you want to subscribe to your content, they could. But on your website, you have like a buy me a coffee, which I thought was so charming. I don't know, like a lot of other content creators do that, but I like that because it's like so friendly and I would totally buy you a coffee like any day. Like I would throw money for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But the Substack model, I just think it's so exhausting, you know, and I don't want to like read a screen all the time. I already have to do that without news articles. Yeah. Um, yeah, Substack feels like you're dangling a tree in front of someone and it's like, mm. oh, if you want to read more, like, like oh, it's on a fishing rod and you're like, ah, no, you can't, you got to pay. <laughs> um and actually I started the buy me a coffee it was that I like launched that only like almost a year ago now not many people have bought me a coffee but like it's fine um because I was like writing this like very very anticipated no frills New York City list of like places that I think are no frills in New York like I like to eat at um so good and it became kind of a very behemoth of a project like I was like really trying to do a like do it justice that I could call it, like this is Alex's list of mm-hmm. things I think um and it took a lot of like writing which was like I don't mind and I will just do but um I think at this point last year I was also realizing like this is work though like I'm doing work and it's a like if I want to feel more legitimate as a capital C creative which I think I've denied my like I growing up I like definitely syndrome of that like I don't think I I don't know I don't know if I can claim that or mm-hmm. if I can ever claim that but I think I the last this time last year I was like oh like I want to be able to like claim more of that of my identity and unfortunately right. in the world we live in like sometimes like what makes things legitimate is like being able to like make money off of it or just like showing people like that like where people place their value or want to like they think this is something like worthy or valuable is like money and so I was like okay like I feel weird like ha- putting it on like my everything Alex cooks shop and being like you have to pay like five dollars to get my no frills in New York list which like one like I'm like why like why would I'm not Anthony Bourdain like like I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be like I'm like why would you pay five dollars for my list um but also like it just like a weird like I was gatekeeping 
like places where I'm like, why should like why should I be gatekeeping places like these? All these are like maybe like more like family run mom and pop stores. And like, is that mm-hmm. like being a weird middleman where like I'm trying to profit off of holding information when like I'd rather just like, you know, like freely be able to support these like places, establishments I really do adore in New York. And so I think I was like, okay, like if I like still want to try to like legitimize the work I'm doing. Cause I think like you're told like, oh, like you can't make money off of a creative career, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. But like, if I want to prove to myself that like, okay, I can make a little change. Like as in make, oh, I guess that works both ways. As in change money and change, like making change in the world anyways um (laughs) I don't know like I got it I got it yeah be the change you want to see in the world (laughs) like I'd rather have something people can like opt into if they want to like if they think like oh this is really helpful like I really liked this blog post then like sure like something very like I'll buy someone like five dollars a coffee which like you know I love to do for friends as well just like if we're hang out which actually was what I yeah <laughs> no it's it's it makes perfect sense your list is great you have copy tm on like number one and literally my, my favorite place in that's my, my literal favorite place I'm so I'm Malaysian and that's like my spot I go to get like nasi lilmat once a week for lunch and dude when I saw that I was like Alex why Lewis. Are we not at Kopi Tiam right now filming this? I sh- we should. Why are we, we mukbanging <laughs> at Kopi Tiam? We can make that happen. We okay. Can make that happen. Before Definitely. you go off in digital nomad for three months. Yes. Yes. And, you know, Wait, I feel also like Nazi you- Lamak. Let's, let's hit the, we'll hit the queue on, put that in the queue, put that in the conversation queue. Um, we can, we can totally. I have thoughts. Uh, I have thoughts. <laughs> you have thoughts. Okay, what's your thoughts? I mean, no, go on. What were you gonna say though? I don't wanna No, I I <laughs> I love that I love that, you know, even though you say I don't wanna gatekeep, it I think it's cool that you're like letting people know your list, but I feel like when people go to these spots, say Kopatium, maybe one of your followers or friends would just I don't know who I don't have any friends that yelp or like drop a review, but if they were to say something like, oh, I found you from everything Alex cooks. And I think that would be very sweet. And I'd be like, had her on the show. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's really sweet when people end up like, the, like at the place that I like, I don't know, wrote about. And they're like, then they tag me while they're there. So it's almost like, I don't know, I feel like I'm almost eating there with you. <laughs> but it's really, I think it's really sweet when people do that. Um, so sweet. When people just tag me in stories. I, 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 I. It means like a, it actually think means a lot more to me probably than people think. Um, like just in a day, like I'm just like in class or I was in the hospital all day, and like all of a sudden I see like notification that like Spaghetti Lover 101 tagged you mm-hmm. in as mentioned you in a story, mm-hmm. and it's like oh someone made like the tofu recipe that I like made offhand like three years ago now, and I'm so like good. wow. It like it's a it's like a little nice dopamine hit not even dopamine I don't know just oh it's a, a good, dopamine hit 
it's a dopamine hit like i don't know how celebs or like people over 100k deal with this but i would have to put a, a cap on my iphone to not lock me in because i am starting to feel that that weird high when people like comment or say something sweet about what i do and i'm just like thanks feels nice it's like very yeah I think it was very jolting at first (laughs) yeah because I remember like this first started half like I would like I made a rat like made this like tofu recipe a few years ago and like Mm -hmm. it like very much caught on like didn't go viral like I don't think I've ever gone viral I would say and that's something I actually really like that like people mostly find me organically and that's like through word of mouth or a friend of a friend and like I yeah I really appreciate I like prefer that and honestly like sometimes I'm like oh I don't want to gain new followers because like they're not gonna know like the lore of like the past year like I'm like what what era did you start following me in like the ceramics era the soft launch era the (laughs) the fish era um so many eras yeah this is why it's, it's not everything Alex cooks it's uh it's which has also been another interesting yeah um thing to swallow but going back to like yeah when people like tag you in things I remember when it first started happening with this one tofu recipe so like one day I got like eight eight mentions and this is like maybe I had like a thousand followers at this time I don't even know and I was like so shook that people were making something that I like wrote instructions for or that people were like it was just a very odd feeling it wasn't like not like oh I mentioned a product and then you know someone's using that product and influence in that way but like Mm -hmm. I hate the word influence but like I'll use it though. Like it's influence good. what people like are putting on their tables, doing with their time, like intentionally doing with their time, cooking a meal, putting on their table, feeding into their body and having that type of impact was like very jolting at the time. And I remember like I was like working full time at that time and um, I had to, like take a break. <laughs> like I was like, I'm gonna take my 15 now and go on a walk. And I remember just like getting, I was like, I saw those at when I was at work and I was like, I need to go like dissociate on a walk for a little bit and like hold that in. But it's it's a very odd feeling that I think I don't think about too much because it's 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 hard. It's yeah, I don't it's hard. It's weird. It's not really easy to describe. Is it because that in your day job you I want to stop saying the words like the term saving lives, but like, you know, you're working in the medical field that sometimes it's just like a steady, constant pace. And because that, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that it's not creative, but like you have a, you, you have the certain job that you have to do but you're not obviously like adding different things into that job and like 
I don't know, outside, you have this like, quote unquote, creative job, or if you want to call it a job. And I don't know, like, sometimes you're just like switching back and forth and you you don't really know. I don't know, like, for instance, my friend, she works in finance and she wants to get out of it because it's not creative enough or whatever. And she asked like, Rashad, how can I get a creative job? And I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know your life, right? You chose to work in finance. I like finance. I love finance. I love, <laughs> I like love Wall Street and like business and all that stuff. I understood which, where she was coming from, but I think that like, I don't know how to say to her in a nice way, like maybe you should get a hobby and just keep doing your thing and just make it more fun or something. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure, but that's how people... Going back to the tweet, that's how you'd not make life not just a series of working and paying bills. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, I don't know, I don't know. When when you saw those like eight mentions that were talking about your tofu, it, it just, I guess it, it just like switched gears, maybe just for that moment and I mean you probably get a lot of mentions now I mean I want to mention you on any type of recipe I do because like I recently have become I'd be chefing I mean I don't like to say that but like I be I like to bake and cook but now I'm more back then I wasn't I worked in restaurants that my my previous life I worked in restaurants and yeah and worked in cafes but I was just very like hidden I like didn't want to do dinner parties or anything like that but now I'm just like now I'm willing to expose myself and and like mm-hmm. and, and stuff that I make like those and what's okay so when I saw you and when I first met you I had matcha cookies that I baked in my bag like half matcha half chocolate chip cookies and I but that was like the first time I've made it I make cookies all the time but there was more things I needed to add I was like um oh, man maybe I should add baking soda like all this all this different things that I didn't do the first time but I wanted to give you I wanted to give you one but I was like no I don't want to like judge me off this one cookie right now like let me let me come back and like We'll go to Kobe Tam and I'll be like, okay, here's a new fresh batch of cookies, right? So then I, I, that's why I like, I like thought, cause I really wanted to give you a cookie, but like next time go, next time around I would. But like, it's just cooking is just so private to me. And yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, that's why I don't do dinner parties. I just go out to eat a lot. Obviously, I went to Mala Project last night. The new one, Green Queen, uh-huh. for all, all my friends. I've had Emily on the show. And so it's it's just different. It's just different for me in the kitchen. Yeah, I think it's there's like multiple points I wanted to hit on. Um hit them. Okay, so hit them. I think, yeah, people think like I have a high standard for food, but I really don't. Like I think like I eat whatever people cook me like I think that's such a generous like a generous kind offer I don't think I really have high standards for food but I think it's really interesting something has like people like project onto you if you're like doing a lot of food that maybe you have like high standards for food but no like I would have loved to try your matcha chocolate chip cookie and I 
probably would have really enjoyed it, I think. Uh, also, just so interesting, I think, like, masa being kind of grassy, and then the chocolate, like, very rich and decadent, like, Oof. do you eat the bite, like, half, like, in the middle, or, like, switch sides? <laughs> oh, okay, so I, I'm a huge matcha guy, like, I, I love matcha, so... I love, I would just start with the matcha side and the chocolate side. But yeah, if I were to eat like right down in the middle, it's over. My taste buds, it mm-hmm. would take over me. And I think also at the end of the day, like people are like, oh, you must have high, like, you know, people think like, oh, I can only eat certain types of quality food. No, like I'm a student at the end of the day. Like <laughs> um, I'm going to eat whatever I can like eat (laughs) to be honest like um like you said working in the medical field like I'm not working I'm not making any money in it right now um yeah (laughs) do you want to make money off of it I don't know um like I don't think that has ever been my intention going into it when I guess like like to say when I got into this whole mess um I think I was, I mean, I don't know. I am, who knows? I, this is what I do a lot nowadays. This is how I can tell I'm going through something is like, <laughs> I talk about myself in the third person. I'm like, yeah, Alex, she used to. And I'm like, there's like some type of disconnect in my, in my brain right now, talking to me at a very funny place in my life. <laughs> oh yeah. That notes app is probably going off right now. Yeah. The notion, the notion journal, like, oof um you'd be saying some wild things yeah I like when I think what I really saw myself doing at first in medicine was like working in primary care and in like a community health setting um in my like gap year between undergrad and medical school I worked at a community clinic um and so and I really like the idea of like community health, one doc or not one doc, but like a doc works in a whole in a neighborhood and really gets to know the people in that neighborhood, the cultures in that neighborhood, kind of like the goings ons. And I think you're able to like have a more holistic care and care for like the whole person through becoming familiar with one mm-hmm. um, community. And it's also, I think, like, definitely what this U.S. healthcare system, like, like, we need more primary care doctors, like, people aren't getting preventative health, and they're, like, going on to have so many, like, you know, complicated, complicated heart problems when they're, like, older, because people aren't taking, the, they didn't take the steps earlier, but also because, like, we don't, we didn't, we don't have the doctors to, like, coordinate all that care and manage all that care earlier. Um. Anyways, getting to this whole mess, like, that's, I think, was... Like I was much, I was very mission driven in that like, oh, like this is like what, like, this is like definitely what I would do. And so to answer your question, do I want to make money off of it? I think that's like what I thought I would work as. Um, I, now I think having, I'm in this year of um school where it's like our clinical year. So we're like, you're thrown into the hospital now and go off 
you're not really like in the classroom much anymore like everyday report to the hospital and like seeing how like medicine works in actuality it's very different than I think what you think of it before being in it every single day and it's it's like made it has made me like consider a lot this year you know like where if if I can see myself in this field in this world um and if this field in this world like allows me also like allows me to feel like myself is it most authentic to me yeah no yeah which is like a lot like a very short way to put I think a lot of like thinking I've been doing this year with all these stresses and anxieties that I mean I that I believe that you're going through but instead I I think that it's just it's just the wave right now I what would what's your comfort food like so my comfort food is nasi lama and Mm. also cheeseburgers and Italian food but what, what do you like to go because the nasi lama, you know, I'm all about the coconut rice, the anchovies, uh-huh. little chicken. It's so good. I think it's like a rice and a bunch of panchan. Um, and also, so this goes back to the nasi lamak. Thank you for hitting the cue. Um, <laughs> is that one of my favorite panchans is like, it's called nerchi. Um, mm. And it's like the fried, it's like same thing. It's the like same thing as Nasi Lamak. It's like those fried dried anchovies, those tiny yes. fried dried anchovies. But it's just like in a different seasoning. <laughs> and so I didn't realize, I think I like had Malaysian food for the first time at Kopi Tiam, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, whoa, they have that too? Like, that's also a Malaysian thing? That's so cool. And I'm like, this is like literally almost the same thing. I don't know. It just hit me. I like didn't really have. I just like knew it as Korean, and I was like, "Whoa, oh. that's awesome." <laughs> Anyways, um, Korean. Yeah, I would say like a bunch of like panchan and rice is very comforting to me. It reminds me a lot of um, my grandma and um, like back in LA. Like my grandma, we live in like the same complex, so she lives on mm. a unit on the first floor, and I'd live on a unit um, on the third floor. And so, like, Wheeler just, like, take the stairs up and down or, like, the elevator up and down to go see her. I can see her whenever I want to type of thing. And so, like, when I, like, don't have anything to eat, I just, like, walk down two floors of this, like, building complex, <laughs> go to my grandma's place. I have the key, so I, like, op- open the key. She's, like, probably, like, it's, like, late. She's, like, cackling in her room watching Korea drama Korean dramas that she's like watching illegally somehow on some streaming website <laughs> she'll later like call me and be like why why is my computer not working why there's all these like pop-up ads now and like because That's you're so watching funny. Korean dramas on illegal websites I don't know how she gets there but I walk into her home and I'm, like hear her cackling in her own room and I just like open up her like um Korean refrigerator and like take out a lot of this panchan heat up like rice in her microwave like basically like steal a bunch of her food but I just eat it <laughs> and then usually she'll like hear me making a ruckus in the kitchen and she's like then she's like oh no no like let me let me heat up this all up for you and she's like you know then she takes over and tries to like um show me all the like the new things that are in her in the Korean the new panchan she made in her Korean refrigerator but I think that's why that's a very um 
comforting um, food for me. It's also a bunch of different things. And I get tired, I think, of flavors very easily. Mm. Um, and so it's like, I love I love uh, any meal that has a bunch of things. Like, I actually really love an English breakfast. Because it's a bunch of things. It's like eggs, beans, tomatoes. Eggs, beans, potatoes, potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um toast tea like there's like so many things on one plate anyways going back to the point I think that's like very Bonchon is very comforting to me is my comfort meal and is what I can like I'm learning to do like make on my own um since coming to New York I think that's been a huge thing is like I can't do that anymore I can't rely on my grandma like walking down two floors and going to pick up food or just like take steal her food and like she's the one who's making the Korean food. Like now I'm in New York, all my family is in LA. If I want Korean food, like I have to make it myself. Yeah. Um and same. It's like comforting that I can like make the same food as like my grandma has made and but also like add some of my own new like cooking skills I've picked up, like. I think deglazing with like mirin is like one of my favorite things to do because <laughs> it just like cleans up the bottom of the pan with all like the best bits, like the crispy mm. burnt bits and like adds it back into the sauce, makes the cleanup a lot easier, right? Right? You're already loosening that up. Like, I don't think she does that. So, no. but you know, like adding small messy. steps, that maybe I don't want to say elevate, but like make, I guess make this dish my own and like I add my own cooking techniques too and like so making my own type of my own Korean food that's like very much on the basis of hers but making my own food and um it's like a taste of home yes but it's also like a a coming into my own self and claiming like a Korean identity and to the point where now it's just food I make like it's not I have to think about I like will make um like like the spinach panchan that's like so easy and I can just like it's something I just like do wonder if that makes sense do you so I'm guessing you go to H Mart like often um or do you just go out to you you've been to Flushing you've gone to Flushing yeah I was actually in May I was in Flushing the whole month in May because I was out at the hospital there um, every mm-hmm. day. So I was working there every day. And the H Mart over there is like, so is so great. It's a lot better. I but actually H Mart in New York is so expensive and it's not H Mart to me. Like it's not, it's not what I understand is like what it's I grew up with. Like I didn't yeah. even, I didn't put like growing up in, I think like Koreatown in LA, like I didn't even call H Mart H Mart. Because there's so many H-marts, like, you don't call it H-mart. You're like, which H-mart are you talking about? So you call it, like, Plaza Market or, like, Galleria Market or, like, it's not called H-mart. So I didn't even know what H-mart was, I think. Until it hit me. I was like, oh, like, oh, like, the book, like, Crying in H-mart. I was like, (laughs) oh, that's the market I've been to all my life. Like, that's Uh... called H-mart and that's, like, a chain. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, definitely the H-marts in New York don't they aren't uh what a Korean grocery store should be it should be like cheap mm. produce and like oh yeah no quality cheap produce and yeah, yeah. all this ready to make eat stuff that's like and it's 
it's not that in New York. So, but I have to, oh, it's yeah. like a necessity. I like that's the only place I can find things sometimes. Real ones. No, the real ones definitely. No, I, I, I grew up going with my parents to Chinese supermarkets with like the amazing big Chinese letters, but you know, everyone's going there. It's this big, it's like a big Costco center for Asians with like a bunch of like big, like the big rice packets and stuff like that. And we just put them on pallets and bring it home. I'm like, dad, you sure we're going to eat all this rice? My dad's like, so we eat rice for breakfast. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So yeah, I know. I know the vibes. I love it. Um, yeah. Do you miss so, LA? That's, do I miss LA? Good question. Um, Cali girl. I mean, I'm a Cali boy. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm you have a Raiders boy. shirt on. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably from the Bay. <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm from Philly but everyone thinks I'm from LA or California because I give off a chill vibe mm-hmm. um, I give West Coast energy to it I agree Coast. with that I mean just from meeting you I would say you do thank you That's a um do I miss LA I don't actively miss it on a day-to-day basis I'm not like longing for it there are things that I do miss that I can't find in New York, like going on a hike on a Sunday morning. That's not like an excursion on the Metro North where I have to pay $30 to go hiking. Take I you a hike to Chodango in K-Town. Like, huh? I'll take you a hike to Chodango. Have you been? To, in that's my favorite. K-Town. That's the only place I can go to in 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 new york to eat korean food it's like actually i think that's the only place that's like worth (laughs) my money (laughs) what no just it's just i i live in brooklyn so i just like i've you know it's like a pilgrimage but you you live in the city right you're Mm -hmm. man unfortunately i would not choose to live here (laughs) like in manhattan i don't i don't vibe with manhattan you don't you don't vibe with manhattan how so I mean, I feel like I'm always just in Brooklyn. Mm. All my, like, even, like, my friends with me in school, like, we're always in, if we're hanging out, we're hanging out in Brooklyn, we're going out, we're going out in Brooklyn. If I'm seeing friends outside of school, like, all my food friends, everyone's in Brooklyn. I feel like I have a good grasp of, like, all the neighborhoods in Brooklyn. I remember when I first moved here I was like oh like I really want to learn like the different like reputations of all the neighborhoods in mm. Brooklyn um and I feel like I do know that I'm like this month actually in August I'm at a hospital in Brooklyn every day so I'm like commuting there every day I'm yeah. there and so I just think I I'm just always there instead and I don't really I don't I wouldn't there's not a place in Manhattan that I really really vibe with in a neighborhood or a part of it um live here just yeah. because it's close to school it's uh, like a street it's like partly subsidized my building mm. by school so it's like why we can actually live uh, in so it's more of like I have to type of deal but 
Got you, got you. That makes sense now. I was like, damn, everything else could be making that Alex dough. No, I'm not making any dough. <laughs> like, no, I'm a student. Like here and there, it's nice that come, you know, something comes from everything Alex picks sometimes, but <laughs> just like, okay, it's gonna keep me alive. Yeah, <laughs> but when you come to Brooklyn, I mean, I think that you'll you'll love it here because you know you dab into ceramics your ceramics are fire you know no pun intended you know because you have to fire it up right, no i get mind. it but the the hot girl fish tray i would eat off that yellow checkered tray every day because <laughs> checkerboard is my favorite color yes i said color because it's i i love checkerboard and you know i do too i love a gingham more. print gingham is like i own so much gingham so good i just love how like girlish it makes me feel and um it just feels like a whole like i think if i was if i had a cartoon character in the outfit like my outfit would definitely contain gingham mm-hmm. but i would not be wearing glasses in my cartoon character i think anyways studio ghibli over here <laughs> <laughs> well do, do well, i miss you... la right so yes, there's like parts where I miss going on like a very, like a hike is so easy. It's just like a thing I do in the morning that's like cheap. It's, I mean, it's free. I can do it with a friend and we just go walk around um, and then drive home or, right. And here it's like, you can, I mean, I have, it's not, you can't go on a hike and do that for, for free unless like you have a car type of deal. Getting out of the city is hard. Um, I do miss like driving. Mm-hmm. in a sense um but I also so I like trains too like I think what kind of car did you have what I learned how to drive in a Toyota Camry love that love that I grew up driving a minivan Mercury Villager and then I drove recklessly yes I did own a Nissan Altima so if you uh look up Nissan Altima drivers I feel that's like that's a very Asian guy car <laughs> Very, it's a very Asian guy car, very hood car. I used to <laughs> go wild, wild. I used to parties. And yeah, it was. I pull, pull up, up in the Ultima. Yeah, I used and I souped it up. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a very Asian car. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but yeah, I do miss driving. That's part of my so LA. Um, but I think I'm. Like those things that I miss, I miss going on a hike very casually, I miss driving, um, are like things I can find some type of form of in New York. Like mm-hmm. just like going on a walk, like love just going on a walk with a friend, a night walk, a nighttime walk. We'll just walk in and then we come back home. It's great. Um, like walking by the river, walking in the park type of deal. You can, it's not, it's not, not a hike, but some type of replacement and I had this realization too that I so I like biking in the city I like city biking because it reminds me of driving because I'm like in charge of my own fate and I have to navigate and I'm like skirting around traffic Skirt. and that's how I like I think take driving but put it in New York and like find a part of like myself through that or not fine i don't know i love city biking i you you'll always catch me with the city bike always mm-hmm. uh i'm e-city biking everywhere very poetically 
I I just never ride the regular city bikes because I just don't want to put that work in. Yeah. The e-city bikes, though, I fly. My rule is if, like, I only take an e-bike if I'm going over a bridge. Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize when I first moved here that I remember, like, the first time I was taking a city bike, I was going to, like, Greenpoint. Mm-hmm. And I take, like, two bridges to go to Greenpoint. And I didn't realize that when you bike across a bridge, it means you bike up a bridge. And that city bike would... It's heavy. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a big person. Like, I don't think I'm built for biking. Like, I'm not a you biker are, built. But not... No um, one's built for a regular city bike except for the city bike boys. Shout out to Rome. Chrome. <laughs> boys. Um, yeah, so I, I, I only e-bike if I'm going up a hill. Because otherwise... um. It's like free to e- a city bike otherwise because like the membership has like paid for itself already, basically. If you were making oh, some everything Alex cooks like foods or like you had a pop-up and it was the max amount of people that could go to the pop-up, but you made a bunch of extras at the pop-up and your friends wanted to try some and you needed to get it to them. I will gladly use wear many hats as the city e-bike service as a delivery person. I will be, I will take that. You put them in that front little basket. I would put that in the front. And chauffeur them to the event. Just you and all the Grubhub boys. (laughs) (laughs) On the streets. That's what it feels like to me. I'm like, oh, I'm this little Asian girl and all the Grubhub and Postmates people. Yep. That's it. That's it. And it's like room, room. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel like sometimes when I want to be grounded, I get on a city e-bike and pretend that I'm. Oh, wait, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> but I did take one to public records to go to your pop up. So uh, very. I'm so glad you did. Um, It was actually very cute. Um, I really liked this year at the pop-up how I could chat with people while I was plating because last year um I was like facing a wall and like I, I was like it was like very stressful actually it was like it felt like for like two and a half hours straight I was just plating food and I like, mm. couldn't really like, I can enjoy my own pop-up um which I think I'm realizing now like you can't really because you are working like you you know I'm not gonna have someone else plate my food. Like I'm gonna plate my own food. Right. So I have to. It's it's I'm working during that time. Um, but when I was, so I could chat with people at this one, which is really nice and made it more fun when I was plating. And I think you know I can chat with people. People want to chat. Um, and someone came up to me and was I was at, and they were like, oh, I love this. Like keep on going with the city biking content. <laughs> um you you story city bike content like you on a bike yeah I think it was a lot of um I did a lot of Facebook marketplace last summer um because we had like moved to a new place um and I was just like city biking everywhere to go pick up my stuff and like bring it I mean if I could carry it back um I would but um, so I think people remember that as like, oh, I'm going to pick up a KitchenAid. 
I'm go I'm biking literally through like Hell's Kitchen, like Times Square to go pick up my KitchenAid or I have like in the front basket, I have a cake that I'm bringing for like a friend's birthday. Um, in a way that now I've realized, right, going back, it's like, I don't, I don't want to call it an account. I don't know what it is even, but it's not, it's not about food. And I have to acknowledge like it, it is an extension of like my life. It is like, not just I mean, food. I, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Everything Alex cooks. I can just see as like an awesome YouTube show. You just like stick a GoPro on yourself and you're like, oh, on my way to Facebook Marketplace thing. Hope I don't get killed. But and then like you just pick up your kitchen aid. Yeah. Like, we we want to see that. That's the stuff we want to see. And yeah, I think I and that, it's that I put a lot on like stories, like <laughs> IG stories. And it's stuff like I think if I had more time, I would love like it's stuff that's more suitable for long form. Mm-hmm. content format a youtube video like i don't know like you can make tiktoks are like two minutes long now right i think like you can make long ass tiktoks um oh, don't tell me it's that just, it's like yeah it's I, I i might get like tied up in this a lot it's like I, I just like don't have the time to trans to like make it into like that content that like, it probably is best fit towards and so mm-hmm. what's easy for me is just to like send it out there with a story and like that's like as low that's not low effort but it um I mean I'd watch it it just gets it just gets out there sooner at least it gets out there um which is also funny it's like putting a GoPro on my head because I think a lot of what everything Alex cooks is it's just like me like shooting thoughts (laughs) into the air it's like oh this thought came to me I'm like I'm just going to put it out there, which is why it's also just not about my food now. I, I realize it is about things. I don't know. I don't want to say about me, but it is about Alex, I guess. Um, and That's I think like, Alex really I what I like, I can con- I continue to just whatever just like thoughts I feel like it's almost like some parts it's like a stream of consciousness of like just my thoughts that I like feel like I need to get out is that like people will respond to that and be like oh my goodness like I like either find it very entertaining which is like we all love validation or have a praise kink of some sort um oh that I mean that's that's my kink yeah (laughs) um I go to entertaining or like they like relate to it of some sort mm-hmm. or um yeah like ha- are having the same thoughts and like are like find comfort that someone else is having the same thoughts or um and I I really I don't know I really I think that's what keeps a lot of it going is I get good good interaction from it that's and, good that's it good. feels like I'm helping people. I don't know too. Yeah. In a way. Like you're just uh, helping in the 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 field and also online. Both 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 spots are always helping out. Uh, I don't I don't think I hope you'll never get like a negative comment because like one time I got a negative comment for someone on the on the show. They're like, I can't believe you asked. Blah blah blah. I'm like, who is this? And I thought it was really funny though. Because I was like, well, 
I asked it. No, like not really. Um, not much negativity, which is, I think, why it's like such a very, I like I do cherish account. I don't know whatever this is a lot in my life because it does feel like a place where I can just like be myself and Mm. going back I think to your question I don't know like how long ago like in a field otherwise or day-to-day it's like very de-individualizing um especially I think you know as you as a as a student as a medical student in the hospital you are the bottom of the totem pole you are just like you're doing like yeah, you're just, and so you get treated that way, um, which is like has been a, like very hard this year. I think it's for every field too, as well. Yeah, but you'll get there. And we so I think like, this allows me to like still feel like myself, or like find some like value in being myself um, when like so little that is valued in the hospital. I feel like I, I can't really be myself. I'm not comfortable to be myself because that's going to be judged in some way and reflected in an evaluation. Um, but yeah, I think the fact that like generally people really like, like, like whatever I do online, like I don't even know what I do online. It's sometimes just is like very, it's very comforting. I would say it's very nice. It's a nice, it's like that nice little dopamine hit in the middle of the day, but also something I know it's like been so integrated into my life for the past couple or few years that I just like it's a part of my life now which is like very odd to me but it's a part of my life I still don't know how to talk about quite well like right I'm like stumbling over my words I try to find words to describe it really and I think I'm like I am like I don't know anyone who's like puts themselves online it's like kind of worried about some you know negative feedback but um I think like I would be most worried about that from like people who know me in real life or like knew Mm -hmm. me like before everything Alex cooks Mm -hmm. or like are like my IRL friends right like I've known them not through this um like oh like what would like what do they think of this and like I think I still have in my head a lot that or like I know it's not this but I have in my head of like oh, like, I don't want people to see, or I hope people don't see everything Alex cooks as like, oh, like, I'm the person in middle middle school who has, like, the YouTube channel and is, Mm -hmm. like, trying to be someone who they're, like, trying to be a makeup artist on YouTube, and I'm in, like, I don't know, like, that middle school YouTube channel gossip, and oh, like, they have a YouTube channel, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm talking about, and, like, people kind of, like, that being kind of, like, gossip, Yes, I do. Like not, I, it's not said in a nice way. Right, right, right. No, I that going all the way back to the beginning, that that's the thing. It's like you're weird for doing that. I've overcome. I mean, doing this podcast is and do, being on TikTok is already like a, a gigantic hurdle for me because I didn't ever want to do any of that. This kind of stuff. I'm just glad that I didn't grow up with YouTube because I would have totally made you know stupid stuff and would have been online i'd be like the asian emma chamberlain but with better matcha <laughs> and coffee i love no it shade. and so i think i still have i know it's not true because i've gotten so much good feedback from like the people in my life like in mm-hmm. like in real life who i've known for my like years and years that 
they like truly do enjoy and like love everything Alex cooks and like that's what is the feedback that honestly means the most to me is that people who I know who've known me can see that it is very much me through that um and it's like very authentic to who they think I am or how I you know am to them which I think is like crazy to me too that the people in my real life aren't off put by it and they they like fully so they just like they love seeing it they like I guess they like like yeah it's it's a, that's like what honestly is like the things that mean the most I think and it's like me the most well. validating me as well I'm I'm so I'm tapped in I'm subscribed so keep going <laughs> well Alex where is a place you like to go to hang your hat where you go to come up with new recipes or you want to take a load off or when you're done for the day like after you do a pop-up besides obviously like you want to just go home and you know tap out but is there like a place that you like to go it could be in LA it could be anywhere in the world or it could be also in New York City um I would hang my hat at my grandma's place yeah, I I love just spending time with her. She's just such uh entertaining, but just like very like influential person in my life. Mm -hmm. And she's just like very thoroughly herself, I think, which I admire so much. And um yeah and I think what's even interesting is like she's a lot like used to a lot be on my account or people like she is a character in my life that people love to watch which is so it's funny to me like she is, is like the, a reoccurring character that comes up on my account that people love um like it's like she's their Korean grandma too because um so, so yeah, I think people who have followed me for, you know, a, a while, like, also, like, no, she's, like, a very special person to me, but I think she's also just a very special person in general, so that's where I would hang my hat. We love um, grandma content, but we love grandmas. Yeah, um, yeah, miss her. <laughs> hats off to you and everything that you do for some Dasar Wear Many Hats solutions. I see that you've made a cooking zine of your work. Do you have any everything Alex cooks cooking zines available? Uh, we are disarm commercial type are throwing a zine fair with Hester Street Fair on August 26th. And it will be at Pier 17 mm -hmm. down, down close to the financial district end. I don't know if you have any other cooking scenes, you should come by and drop it off at the Wear Many Hands table. Yeah, but I'd love to. I love, I've, I've seen it online. It looks great. I have like, I have like the last 20 copies and I'd love to. I don't know what to do with them. And I would love next Saturday. Next Saturday. Yeah, give me more details. Um, I'd love to drop some copies. And yeah, the zine is... 
it feels like vintage now, you know, it's like, I think it's like, I don't cook like that anymore, which is why, mm. yeah, I, it's not, it's not in the way I cook right now, which is why I think people ask, oh, will there be another zine? Like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like, will I print more copies of this scene? No, because it doesn't feel like reflective of how I cook now. For sure. But it's very much like an artifact of that, like the 2020, 20 to 2021 era of cooking that would be happy to drop off. Sure. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so this- good. Yeah. At, at, at our zine fair, design commercial type with Hester Street Fair, August 26th. Pier 17. Uh, for more details, I'll send it to you. But for more details, you go to hesterstreetfair.com. But yeah, I would love to see it in person and also would love to have you at the fair, just like hang out. I'm I'm gonna be doing like some lot like wear many hats lives, like a minute Ooh. talk show type beat. Like I'm just running up to people on a mic and being like, do you Oh, man on the street content. Okay. You know, I wasn't going there. (laughs) I wasn't going there. How much do you you pay for your apartment? Can you show me inside? (laughs) What are you listening to right now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Alex. (laughs) Where do you hang your hat? What tattoo would you put on your chest? (laughs) Oh, my God. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I was about to ask you, Alex. If you were to get a chest tattoo quilt, what would it be? I would. I think every for the past few seasons of mm-hmm. the year, I've had like a mantra. I think that has just come to me and like come to represent that season. So, mm-hmm. like last fall. I was repeating it was like my phone screen I just like typed on notes app screenshotted it and made it my phone screen it was called Mm -hmm. it was unbothered and at greater peace Mm -hmm. that was last fall this past spring I think I saw this meme of like Pepe that frog and he's like (laughs) in a yoga position and it says like my capacity for suffering is as great as my capacity for love or something like that very profound for Pepe it really is. I did not know that. And this they... is like what you're talking about, how something so little, like a little tweet of something can like influence a whole part of a season of your life. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. That's my mantra from last spring. And then my mantra of the summer has been like good is a really strong word. It is. A, um, yes, it is. In a response, how are you feeling? I'm good. Like, that's a very hard thing to say, I think, um, nowadays. But if I were to put one of these as my chest tattoo, I still think love, I love the Pepe meme of my capacity for suffering is as great as my capacity for love. Like, you're high, you, you know, you're going to go through really lows, but then you're, you'll go through like, you, like even at your lows, there's, gonna, there's highs in store for you still. I love that. And being able to appreciate the height and the depth of those both. You get that and I'll get Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> Tattoo reveal, chest reveal. <laughs> Alex, plug your socials. Where can people find you? People can find me at everything Alex cooks on Instagram, which is where most of this happens. I don't know. I've heard Instagram is dying though. So 
I don't really have any um, ambition, though, to spread up to other platforms. So mainly on everything Ox Cooks on IG for my everyday life. And then I guess I do have a TikTok, but I don't post much on it. I like I call it like bonus content. It's just like mm-hmm. content, content that doesn't make it to the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, part of my feed does feel almost like a portfolio of sorts. And mm-hmm. like, there's the feed, and then there's like the story part of, of Instagram. Right. And so like anything I would want to post to a feed, but not feel like it's I don't know. I post on tiktok but still like video content i think on tiktok everything else cooks sometimes i post on an off <laughs> on a whim but, i'm really feeling terrible about myself and i want to make something to make myself feel better no, i think it's all and good of course at on the website www.everythingalexcooks.com which now that i know that dasar loves so much i guess i will renew my website for this coming year and not make a substack the people have heard it here first yeah she's gonna she's gonna keep it going we love that well thank you alex for coming on wear many hats it was great to have you thank you for having me great is better than good yeah this <laughs> i this is going to be a very interesting i think very many hats listen to I feel like there were like five things five conversations going on at once and I don't know if we finished any of the conversations oh we finished them there there you 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 hit out all the marks it was it was perfect I think it's also maybe representative how my mind works too there's like five things going on at once and none of them gets finished (laughs) mine as well mine as well that's a part of wearing many hats all the hats all the hats so Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats, presented by Dasar, and I'm Rashad. Peace.